everyone, and welcome to our 16th show. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today, we will be exploring my favorite holiday, Halloween. But first, beer. So, we're uh, a little ambitious today. <laughs> we are, we're going for the three, Pete. We're going for three beers in one episode of But First Beer. Because I want to prove that I can read still after three beers. Which is not going to Game happen. on. Which is definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Actually, I should say we're doing uh, two beers and a cider. Correct. And we're going to start with a cider. Uh, this is from Austin East Ciders, which you guess it is located in East Dallas. Austin, Texas. Oh. Not in Dallas. <laughs> uh, the cider is a spice cider that comes in at 5% ABV. It is made with hard apple cider. Uh-huh. Who would have thunk it? Uh, brown sugar. Wow. Black tea, oh, cinnamon, what, cardamom, say what, and cloves. Holla. Wait a second, it's got ginger in it. Yum, I love ginger. Black pepper, mm-hmm. and of course, to make it bubbly, CO two. Uh, I went, I pulled up the homepage for Austin East Ciders, and on the homepage it says cider, y'all, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, their tap room is located at nine seven nine Springdale Road. Suite 130 in Austin, Texas, or ATX, as they say down there. Uh, it's open Monday to Friday, 3, 3 to 10 p.m., Saturday, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sunday, 12 noon to 6 p.m. So we are actually going down there yes. next month to celebrate our 10th wedding anniversary. Who are we going with? Two couples we met on our honeymoon in the grill, Jamaica. Yeah, man. And we cannot wait to see them and to all celebrate our 10th year of marriage. Uh, Austin East Ciders, maybe we'll stop by. We don't know. Uh, it was started by a gentleman by the name of Ed Gibson. He's from Bristol, United Kingdom. Uh, oh, wow. And he established this cidery in 2012 with his business partner, Mark King. And if you guys want to learn more about them and their story, you can go to austineastciders.com. Let's taste the cider. Let's do that. Cool. Cheers. Looks very cidery. <laughs> it smells really good. I smell the ginger. Wow, all those ingredients I just described you smack know what? you it's, at once. It's not super sweet though, yeah. Yeah. You know what it kind of tastes like? Um, a ginger snap a little bit. Mm. Like all the uh, other spices in the ginger. I yeah. love ginger snaps. I think it's definitely perfect for fall weather. It's really, really good. Yeah. I was bracing myself for like sugary sweetness, like diabetes. It's really good. Diabetes. Diabetes. We got, okay, so mm. yeah. I mean, I might just go there to shake Ed and Mark's hand because this is so tasty. Because you don't like, I mean, I don't like ciders either, but you don't like ciders and you're not a big fan of ginger and you're enjoying this. I drink Magners sometimes. Oh, that's true. Um, just because it's like refreshing in the summertime, but um, this is this is really interesting. Like I could, I could be on a farm drinking this, eating uh, <laughs> what are those fall donuts that they make? Oh, I don't know. The apple spice donuts. Or yeah, what the hell like are the they sugar called? on the outside. Yeah, if you guys Definitely. know the name of those donuts, just let us know. I didn't know where you were going with. I could be on a farm drinking this. Yeah, Why a, on a farm? Make a comment. On, Why no, not like, a no farm? like you know what I'm saying. Like in a, in a pumpkin patch, sitting on a pumpkin <laughs> or a pile of pumpkins. I would love to see that. Drinking this uh, with a piece of straw in my mouth. Oh. And maybe a hat. And, That's like a scarecrow hat. And overalls with no shirt. Sure, that too. Okay. Yeah. All right. And a patch on my pants that doesn't match my denim on my pants. You're 
that was that a Halloween costume one year? Uh, yes, I was a scarecrow. <laughs> I, was a, <laughs> I knew that was when going I was somewhere. A little kid. Yeah. Alrighty, so Halloween. Do you know the history of Halloween? Do you know why we celebrate Halloween? All Hallows Eve, you mean? Okay, so of course I did. I ruin it. I looked it up. No, oh. you were nothing, my love. Halloween. I ruined everything. Uh, origins date back to the ancient. <laughs> is it Celtic or Celtic? Because I don't know. Irish people say Celtic. Celtic. Uh, Celtic. Okay. So Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts who lived two thousand years ago in that area of Ireland. And in what Kingdom, area of Ireland? It said it says now area that is now Ireland, oh, the United okay. Kingdom, Got and it. Northern France. So Got all it. three, the okay. trifecta, celebrated their New Year on November first. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Why is that? You think? Did people just well, die when it got cold? Think about it now. Everybody gets the flu. Oh, that's true. Not everyone. No, but yeah, that's the time of year. But when okay. people start getting sick, change of seasons affects okay. illness. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, people are pushed inside and into crowded ew, space together. and they're together. breathing on each other. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Celts believe that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, which is believed to be that ghosts of the dead return to the earth. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, <laughs> Celts throughout uh, thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. So this is where Halloween started? Yeah, man. I thought it was here for some reason. Nah. we do all this silly I mean, stuff it's, it's your people. <clears throat> to commemorate the event, Druids built huge sec- sacred bonfires where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. Animal? Like a lot Yes, and their crops. Wow, that's messed up. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins and attempted to tell each other's futures. Sounds like pagan ritual. When the celebration was over, they relit the hearth, hearth, hearth fires? Uh, hearth, which hearth, hearth fires, okay. yeah. which they had extinguished earlier that evening uh, from the sacred bonfire to protect them during the winter. She's only two sips in on the cider, folks. So, I don't know if you saw the movie um, Wicker Man. It's uh, kind of yeah, remember that. Yeah, that's they had all the bonfires, yeah. and all of the pagan people were in like animal masks. Yep. So, I did not know that until I read this. Like, oh, that was. But Wicker Man was also very sexual. And like, do you remember? I saw the original one, not the one with uh, what's his name? Yeah. Okay. David Duchovny. No, <laughs> I can't think of his Bruce name. Bruce Willis. <laughs> no. I have no clue. No um, okay, so growing up, were you a Halloween fan? I mean, I know you now, but obviously, when you were a kid, like, obviously, <clears throat> growing up, you know, it was a time for you to dress up as somebody that. You obviously are not into some character or... Uh, was that it, though? Because, like, our friend Audra loved Halloween growing up, but it was about the costuming. She's not about, like, scary movies or ghost goblins. Like, that part me, she did not like. it was being able to take a trash bag and go around the neighborhood <laughs> and fill it with candy. Did you get that much candy? So much a candy. A trash bag? So much candy. Think about the area where I grew up and all the side streets. We would hit every single house off of Radnor. I'm from a big neighborhood too, but that's a lot, man. 
Yeah, I mean, our neighbors were really good to us. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the families in that area had kids. Uh, if they'd had kids that had gone off to college, they were still like ingrained in the community and maybe went to the same okay. churches and knew everybody, so they wanted to be nice to all the kids. Was there a house that was known to have the best candy? Like we got to go to the Jones house. They get like the uh, the huge candy bars. They don't do the individual ones. You know what? I don't know about best candy, but consistently the same candy every, every year. year so you kind of knew that yeah. you were going to get a Charleston shoe from like the Ew. so-and-so's household you know or like uh, Twix okay. at this place so who is this you're thinking of uh, I don't know the Heinies maybe yes and what would they give you there's a family named the Heinies <laughs> and at one point in time in Croton where I grew up they were next door neighbors with the Dickies oh no you stop lying no, I'm not making this up. Croton people will back me up on this. It happened. I bet the mail person must have been laughing every time they delivered mail. Just snickering every day. I'm done with my cider because it was so good. Okay, so let me finish mine. Okay, worst candy in the neighborhood. Or like worst whatever they gave oh, out. Like, like an apple or something. Like you don't give fruit. On Halloween. Just we like, had, I, I understand, okay, you're a health conscious household. Well, Great. we had a dentist. Don't force that on everybody else's kids. And what about a kids? dentist? Like, a dentist that's kind of like, you can't give candy. What has he gonna Are you kidding me? I work in dental, and every dental office I go to has candy, a candy Seriously? dish on the counter. So they're trying to get more clients, is what you're I saying. I guess, I guess that's <laughs> their we way. We had a, a dentist in the neighborhood that would give apples and dental floss out. I thought it was cool. I was fine with it. Who was the first asshole to put a razor blade inside of like an apple? That never a... happened. Do you no. realize that was a big hoax of like the 80s? Like, oh, come have your kids candy x-rayed. That never happened. It was just like paranoia. Okay. It was always fine. All right. Uh, okay, so I'm asking about trick-or-treating because I looked up the history of trick-or-treating. What year did it start? Well, it's back with the Celts. So whatever that time period that was. Um, the Celts believe... That as we move from one year to the next, the dead and the living would overlap. The demons would roam the earth again. What are they giving out? Fish and potatoes? So dressing up as a demon was a defense mechanism. If you encountered a real demon roaming the earth, they would think you were one of them. (laughs) Uh, As for trick-or-treating or guising from disguising, tradition be... Oh, beginning in the Middle Ages. Children and sometimes poor adults would dress up in aforementioned costumes and go around door to door during Halloween. Totally different. Begging name. for porridge and bread. Begging for food and money in exchange <laughs> for songs and prayers, uh, often said on behalf of the dead. This Bring out called, your dead! It was called souling. How crazy is that? <laughs> so, that, but I wonder well, so where. So, where did it mutate into candy? And where did it mutate into trick? Like, if you don't give me candy, I'm going to... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's... I always heard that was the origins of trick-or-treating. Like, growing up, if you didn't do something, something's going to happen in your house. Which is pretty fucked up. Uh, the term trick-or-treating starts back to 1927. Okay. Um, okay, so... When did it take off in the States, I wonder? Oh, funny you ask. Oh, is that the... <laughs> Oh, it's the next it was, bullet it point. It was the 20s and 30s. <laughs> okay. Uh, Halloween became secular but community-centered holiday with parades and town-wide Halloween parties as featured entertainment. But then also, like, the 50s, it was, like, a big thing because of, um, what do they call them, born in the 40s? Uh, Baby boomers? Yes. 
all these kids were here all of a sudden. So all these neighborhoods had all these kids that were trick-or-treating and more parties and costuming became a really big deal. Uh, trick-or-treating was relatively inexpensive way for the entire community to share the Halloween celebration. In theory, families could also prevent tricks from being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. So maybe, maybe that's where that started. I don't know. Okay. Um, so was there a house in your neighborhood that always dressed it up, like always decorated? There was like that one house that would make it like a scary mansion or anything. Did you have that? I think a lot of houses did a pretty good job of uh, the outside decorations. But if like for me to think like, <clears throat> was there one really scary one? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say there was. Did you like being scared as a kid? Was that something you were into? I don't think so. <laughs> Weren't you there? Uh, I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I enjoyed it really. Um, I mean, that makes sense to me because as an adult, you don't. That's not really your jam. Yeah. And the opposite of me. Yeah. So Dana loves scary movies. She loves horror movies. My favorite loves... genre of movie. But she watched one the other night, and she was like, "It was really gory." Like it, it was... was called The Terrifier, and I won't ruin it for you. It came out last year. the The first kill, I'll call it. Uh, the guy's arm gets cut off, and it's like campy nineteen eighties, like fake hand blood squirting out. And it's the beginning of the movie, so I'm like, "All right, this is gonna be campy, like kind of funny." I know what to expect. I'm mentally prepared for like silliness. Is that what campy um, means? Campy, like funny, like ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was oh so wrong. Uh, it quickly escalated, and I love gore. I am a huge fan of gore, bloody guts. Like I, I'm into it. I jumped several several times and said, "Oh man, wow!" Like if I do that, it is lit. So what I'm saying was, it was good. You should all watch it. Lit is uh, a term that the kids are using these days. Probably not. <laughs> I'm assuming that's like so like last year because <laughs> I said it. So I'm, I'm assuming it's something the kids have uh, poo-pooed now. <laughs> also known as Liddy. It's Liddy. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. Did I miss that one? Maybe. <laughs> that one passed me by. I don't know. Um, so can we move on to number two? Yeah. All right, cool. So number two is from our friends at Jack's Abbey, which is located in Framingham, Massachusetts, at uh, 100 Clinton Street. Um, the, they have so many different types of beer now. They have really grown. Uh, they were established uh, or founded in 2011 by three brothers, Jack, Eric, and Sam Hendler. Um, so why they name it after Jack? Did they flip I'm, a coin? I'm, no, I'm guessing Jack's probably the oldest. The oldest. Yeah. Um, and Abby is probably an ode to the monks. Mom? Oh. <laughs> the monks, like monks' okay. abbeys, like brewing beer. Yeah, but... <clears throat> okay, go ahead. And they have kind of like a crest kind of as their logo. Okay, all right. Um, you can kind of see it on the can here. So I think it's like an ode okay. to um, like monk, maybe monkish like brewers. Uh, look at that. Look at that. What? Crest on the front, the logo. Their yeah. their can art is very, um, I don't know. Would you say like medieval like logos or like just family crestish? Yeah, type it's stuff? very like family, which they probably made it up. It's probably not anyone's family <clears throat> crest. I'm sure they went to like uh, an artist. There's a lion on here. Girl. Um. So, <laughs> so we're gonna try their copper legend. 
Everything oh. about this can art and this label it screams fall. I'll open it while you. Um, it's an Oktoberfest beer. It's available uh, at the brewery and uh, canned uh, through any sellers, resellers, or distributors uh, August through October. Uh, it comes in at a 5.7 ABV. It's malty, smooth, and exceedingly drinkable as a lager. Uh, and it's brewed with noble hops. Um, their tasting room is open all week long. Uh, Monday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then on Sunday, 11 to 9 p.m. So if you want to check them out, once again, 100 Clinton Street in Framingham, Massachusetts. You can Google Jack's Abbey. Uh, and check out the brewery's website to learn more about them and all their different types of beer. It's a lot of different types of beer. Uh, since opening, they have tripled in size and they're continuing to grow as these days go on. So let's try this out. Just which... looking at it, it looks very effervescent. <clears throat> like, yes. like, look at all the bubbles just Super dancing in the glass. Bubbly, a lot of CO2 Cheers. in there. Cheers. Cheers. Not much of a nose on it. You taste the malt right away, definitely. That's like the one characteristic about an Oktoberfest that I think of. Like the malt. malt right away, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not a huge malt fan, but this time of year, it just seems right. It just seems the thing to do. Yeah, the leaves are turning. And it's, it's actually a little crisp in the air. I, <clears throat> I ran a 5K this morning, and it was actually postponed 15 minutes because it was raining and chilly out, and they're waiting for more people to show up. I think there were only 30 of us that ran. Um, that's the smallest race I've ever run. But it was super fun. It was in Pelham. It was the Pelham Pumpkin Festival. They were also selling pumpkins at the end. Cute little day. But it was the first day. I was like, oh, it's 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 a coming. Summer is done. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is delicious. I've had this before. but Yeah, that's this... why you wanted to do it. I, yeah, it's good. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's super crushable for a 5.7... Um, is it 5.7? I thought it'd be more like a 5. Wow, okay. No, it's yeah. a 5.7. Right. I mean, when you're pushing 6.0. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. It's... Yeah. The malt hides it from me. Sorry, we're just pounding this. Yeah, okay. Festival. So. Prost. Uh, what was your favorite <clears throat> costume as a kid? So I showed you a few pictures. So I, I actually texted my mother because I don't have the archives. Um, <laughs> the archives. She is the keeper of all archives of all of the pictures <laughs> of me and my two older brothers growing up. So she sent me some of my costumes. I kind of look like Babe Ruth in one of them. I was like a Yankee player, baseball player. You look nothing player. like Babe Ruth, but you were I was the great adorable. Bambino, the Sultan of Swat. The How of old are you, like four? Uh, it's probably, yeah, four or five you in that picture. You were super cute, but I'm biased. And then I was a scarecrow in one. Yeah. I think that you was were a You were a nerd in one, and I almost... <laughs> so Jim texted me these pictures in one. He's a nerd. He has, like, the high-waisted pants, the suspenders and the glasses and I was going to write back to that and I'm like oh you didn't dress up that year <laughs> <laughs> no nobody I know was, you didn't <laughs> nobody, nobody laugh at that um, yeah I mean I had some good costumes throughout the years I think you know uh, we always had a Halloween parade at our elementary school um, some of the parents went overboard and, and you know made some crazy costumes i can't remember you know i know you're gonna ask me specifically what was your favorite no, one i have I, no clue no i was gonna ask you what yours um, was from you that's all that was a long time ago I yeah, I, I, don't, to remember yeah other people. I don't 
I don't really remember like any of my costumes like in so middle school or high school. So for the parade, was it just your costume and you walked around like through classrooms or like what was the? Parade? You walked through the whole school, yeah, and outside. And, yeah. You know, we had a pretty big elementary. We school. We did the so. same, but we each maybe it's because it's a Louisiana thing. We each made a float oh. to go with our costumes, so okay. we all like pulled a little <clears throat> float behind us. Couldn't tell you what it was. I think maybe skateboards or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Like maybe with the wheel dollies thing. or something. Yeah, I don't know. It up on dollies. I have no idea, but I, now I'm thinking about it. We all dressed up. We each had like a little float behind. Only us in Louisiana, pulled. folks. And Only you would Louisiana. line the floats up, and they would get voted on, like best float and that, best costume. That's funny. Yeah, I think that was just Louisiana thing. Yeah. So while we're talking about us being kids in costumes, I looked up what was the most popular costume per year. So. Oh wow! By the year, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, I won't read them all because <clears> I started in 1969. Uh, but your year of birth. Guess what the most popular costume was in 1982? I was born in 1992. Uh, and, um... Yeah, okay. <laughs> that would make me a criminal. All right, 1982, <laughs> the most popular costume yeah, think about, like, was Michael Knight. No, but that's a good guess. Was that like 82? David, like 84, David Hasselhoff that. playing Michael Knight as Knight Rider. No. Little Orphan Annie. Oh, it's wow. 1982. Okay, so let me give you something. So let's Thank see. Thank God my mother didn't dress me up as that. So when you were like 10, you're still trick or treating into it. So 1992, what do you think the biggest costume was when you were 10? Huh. Bill Clinton. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And the cigar. Um, Catwoman, because of Michelle Pfeiffer and Batman Returns. Wow, okay. So guess what was the most popular in my year of birth, 1975? I would not have thought of this, but it's very 1975. Something that was... Tina Turner. Uh, Jaws. Oh, that well, was the year it came out. Yeah, that's why I said, yeah. It, it, so people were the shark. I assume. Which <clears throat> I thought, that sounds pretty stupid. But then I thought about SNL, and they had a very popular skit. Of like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like, Was so, Chevy Chase in it? No. It's either Chevy Chase or Belushi. I don't remember. Might have been Belushi. Um... But somebody knocking on the door, or Aykroyd, somebody knocking on the door, and it's Jaws, it's Lorraine Newman, always on the other side of the door, and the Jaws is trying to pretend like he's not Jaws, so he knocks on the door, says, who is it? He goes, Candy Graham. No, it's not. You're you're the shark. You're Jaws. Like, it goes back and forth, and finally she opens the door, and it eats her. So I was like, (laughs) okay, that actually was a thing, so maybe people were, like, just the head. My favorite costume, and I remember my mom was like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. I was a member of KISS. I loved KISS as a kid. Wow. I think because they were all just like in costume all the time. Yeah. And I was fascinated by that. And I liked rock when I was a kid. I still do. <clears throat> so I, I don't even know which one it is, but whoever had the star on his eye. Ace Freely? I think it is Ace Freely, actually. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. That's who I was when I was like eight, nine. <laughs> so he's like the guy that lives not too far from us. And my buddy's father built his music studio Oh, in his I forgot house. about that. Yeah. So. I was Frankenstein another year. Like I was never, I was never a princess. That I'm sure you're stunned. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, Were yeah. you Freddy Krueger ever? No, I think that was after <clears throat> my uh, trick or treating years. Which brings me to another question: How old were you when you stopped trick or treating? Ooh, I I would say probably. Probably like eighth grade, maybe. I don't think I did it in high okay. school. 
So that's like 13, right? Yeah, probably 12 or 13 so years old. So there are old. some cities that are saying it is illegal to trick or treat after the age of 12 or 13. And if you do it, they can call the cops and they fine you. How ridiculous is it? It's like, it's a kids thing. Like, yeah. let kids be kids. Let them trick or treat at 13. Let so what I'm saying, like, like say you're like a junior, a sophomore, junior in high school, right? I'd be fine 15, with it. I'd off. be fine with that coming to and my door and knocking. You take your little brothers or little they brother and sister. They said that's fine. Out. They just yeah. met like a teenager on their. And own. you have a bag. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. They said if it's like that age by themselves, which yeah. I'm still fine with. Like, let them dress up and get some candy. They're still kids to me. I never went trick or treating by myself. So that's just weird. No, I mean like with a group of your friends, like you're all 13. <clears throat> yeah. Like they're saying that's wrong. Okay. Like if you don't have like a, a younger sibling with you, that's wrong. Yeah, I don't mean by yourself. That would be a little <laughs> weird. Like what's wrong with this kid? It'd be funny if somebody was so into it that they borrowed somebody's younger sibling to take them. I would do that. My friend Keisha, you know Keisha, she was our maid of honor. She used to drive to my parents' house with her younger like cousins to park and go trick-or-treating our, our neighborhood <clears throat> because she said they gave better candy. <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. Um, okay, so uh, I think we should discuss our first Halloween together. So that's why I was asking Jim all these questions about growing up and Halloween and if he liked Halloween because we met in December. So that following Halloween, we've been together for almost a year. Um, Halloween is a huge thing to me. Every Halloween, I turn all the lights off in the house. I might light a candle and I watch scary movies. This year, I'm going to the Knicks game, so you enjoy that evening. So back to our <laughs> first Halloween together. I do this. Uh, we live on McLean Avenue across from Roy Dolan's. So I'm preparing for Halloween, and Jim is like, what are you doing? And I explained what we're doing, and what were your thoughts, Jim? I saw the look on your face. I don't Right. And, but beyond that, were you like, uh, she's a psycho? Like, what, what were you thinking? I've never been into horror movies. I've never been into, like, really, like, after trick-or-treating was done, like, really celebrating Halloween. Like, I had Even friends... in college, you didn't dress up, like, go to parties? <clears throat> no, I was never, like, big into it. Wow. So... So, like, seeing this, she was, like, so sold into it. It's her favorite holiday. It was, like, okay. But and I, we like, just I started dating, so he's yeah. not going to say no. He's, like, So oh. we watched, like, Evil Dead 2 or something. Yeah, the right? original Halloween in the yeah. pitch black. And you did it, but I knew you hated every moment of it. And yeah. you were, like, you said, wait, with no <clears throat> lights on? Like, you were, like, but no lights on? <laughs> yeah. what are, you, are you serious? She was so specific in the parameters for... <laughs> For that evening. <laughs> uh, I was very bothered by it. So, he has started dressing up the Halloween after our wedding. So, this would be 10 years ago. Yeah. We got married October 18th. We come back from Jamaica where we went on our honeymoon, like we said earlier. And it's Halloween. So, we dress up. And Jim is... Who were you that year? Uh, Michael Phelps. And boy, did he get into it. He shaved his chest. I think he shaved his legs. He bought real metals. He shaved metals. a lot of things. He bought <laughs> real metals and wore, it's, what's that bathing suit called? It's like the long. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, um, they look like like longer kind of, on the spandex. It's like the spandex yeah. bathing suit that Michael Phelps Swim wore. cap, goggles. Um, this is a man that hated Halloween. I was Michael Phelps that night. He won second place. I got $500. See? See? Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
ever since then, we dress up every year for Halloween because uh, he got bit by the bug. So he now enjoys it, which I'm so grateful and thankful for. One year, I did not have time to pick a costume. So my husband said, you know what, this year, I'll do it. I will order some costumes for us and you don't worry about it. We went to... Was it the Heritage that year? It went to the Heritage uh, Halloween party on McLean <clears throat> Avenue. It was a blizzard that day out of nowhere. It was barely even cold outside. And that day, just like snow came from nowhere. Yes. So while I grab the next beer, you tell everybody who we were that year. So I was Kermit the Frog, <laughs> a six foot nine Kermit the Frog. And Dana was Fozzie Bear, which turned into a very sweltering costume. She was sweating like but crazy. nobody under. knew that I was Fozzie Bear. They're like, oh, you're Yogi Bear. Okay, keep in mind, it was a very, very, like, off-the-boat oh, Irish I crowd. It wasn't It wasn't an American crowd. <clears throat> but I, Fozzie Bear is very specific. Like, the little hat, the, the big bow tie, like, it's it's not Yogi Bear. There were four Irish people there. Oh, yes. Dressed as the Jamaican bobsled team. In blackface. In blackface, which... First thing I saw when I, I came in. If you're a white person and you think that putting blackface on is okay... You are incorrect. Or it's just a joke, then... P-S-A. Yeah, yeah. I do this a, every... Yeah. On my Facebook every year, I, I publish that. Yeah, it's not is, okay. This is a PSA. It's racist as fuck, and don't do it. Okay? Don't do it. So there, there's your uh, PSA. Um... Yeah, so they're coming up like, oh, it's so funny, you're Yogi Bear. And we're like, I'm like, no, I'm Kermit. That makes her Fozzie. And we're fucking Muppets. People were confused on it. But Jim was like, I couldn't find him for most of the night because people had him taking pictures with him. Like, he yeah. was the mayor of the bar, as usual. Like, <laughs> But nobody knew it was Jim. Like, even when people don't know it's you, they're like, oh, my God, this man's amazing. Let's take pictures all night. I was oh, like, Jim nice. Henson is spinning so much in his grave, he's going to pop out of the ground and slap all these people, especially the blackface people. Um, so I was like doing the robot and like breakdancing ah, as, as Kermit. It was so funny. Uh, did you take a picture with the bobsled girls? I don't remember. I don't know if I did or not. I think there are a few other people in blackface. And I just, I asked a friend, like, yeah, they're Irish. They don't understand that this is wrong. And I was like, I don't understand them not understanding. But okay, I won't punch them in the face Yeah. tonight. So if you're attending a Halloween party and you know that Dana or any other... <laughs> no! Or any other black person no! is going to be no! present. Or be in there. general. Just don't because do it. Just don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. If no fucking black people are going right. to be Right. If you're by yourself in your house, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. If you're like, oh, I'm going to take this eyeliner and just color in my entire face. That'd be don't a big-ass eyeliner. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> All right. I'm still good. A minute to win it. Let's do number three. Go, boo. Go. But, but especially if Dana's there. Don't do it. I mean, if you respect your die. eyesight. <laughs> uh, what am I doing? Uh, oh, who's not okay now after the second beer? I'm fine. We're doing Warlock. You know what's going to smack us in the face is this 8.6. Warlock. ABV. That's why I saved it for last. From Southern Tier Brewing called Ooh. Warlock. Perfect for the season. God, that's very dark. Um, Thank you. Oh, the, oh. Imperial Pumpkin Stout. Yes. So just imagine that. It is... <laughs> so just imagine that. They can't see it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the description of this beer, as per Southern Tier's website, is dark and mysterious. Yes. Like, Love it. Like my wife. <laughs> um, 
It has a huge malt character, moderate carbonation, and a spiced pumpkin pie aroma. Nice. Wouldn't that go with the taste, though? Um, 8.6 ABV. Southern Tier, established in 2002 in Lakewood, New York, after they purchased the brewing equipment from the Old Saddleback Brewing Company in Massachusetts. Old Saddleback? Old Get your old saddlebags out of here. The Old Saddleback that Brewing Company. That's funny. Which was established in 1862. No, I have no clue. Gar. Right. Um, yeah, so in... So from 2002 to 2009, um, they kind of moderately grew. And then in 2009, they decided to add a 20,000 square foot brewing facility to their property. Wow. Now they have multiple locations, not only in uh, New York State, but when I was down in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the Atlantic 10 basketball tournament, and uh, not this past March, but March of 2017, um, they have a location. It's kind of like a, uh, what would you call that? Brew house, like a brew restaurant. Like a tap house type uh, yeah, thing? Yeah, tap the house brew slash, yeah. yeah, brew pub. Okay. Um, huge facility right near, in between the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball stadium and the Pittsburgh Steelers football stadium. Genius. And it's like, I must always it's be probably the perfect destination for pregame, After during game, the game direct. if you don't have tickets, right. and postgame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of other restaurants right down in that area, like different so um, different cuisines and stuff. Yeah. But this place has every beer that Southern Tier nice. has in production at that point in time nice. is on tap. Um, they have you know all types of wearables that you can purchase, say, stickers, all swag. yeah. They have like a swag store there. Um, can you purchase bottles, cans? You can do growlers. flights. You can do and growlers. You can, you can okay, do cool. yeah. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. Nice. They got everything. You Whatever do you want to do. Whatever you want to do. That sounds yeah, wrong. They got like golden tea there. They got everything. Um, that sounds wrong too. So that was cool. Uh, you want to taste it? So what I I've, okay. I've only had uh, their single IPA. And their double IPA. And their double IPA hits hard. That was your favorite for a while. Yeah. For a long time. That beer hits like you run straight into a brick wall without a helmet on. Oh. Not that I've done that before. Well. I'm just saying. So you've never had their pumpkin? No. What ABV is that? I know that's like one of the biggest pumpkin beers. For the longest time, that was like the biggest seller. Um, Those come in like the 750 bottles. But not only in this region, that like national. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like V. Pumpkin beer, and yeah. you know, we hear all the jokes about this time of year, and like, you know, uh, <laughs> all the people that like their pumpkin this, their latte, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's that is what's going on. Well, who's the year. brewing company? Was it Threes or Sloop that came out with the beer that's uh, the no pumpkin IPA? It's like uh, the anti October yeah, yeah, yeah. beer, which I am all about, yeah, which is pretty funny. There's some bars, I don't know if this still goes on, but some <clears throat> bars with the pumpkin beer, and this is way too much, but you gotta do what people want. Um, they do the the rim job on the pint glass. Wow, that was. But it's like brown sugar. The way and you said rim job, and, and I'm then moving like moving my head. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I got a little tingle there. <laughs> I may have got a little tingle in my dingle. Um, but you've seen that, right? It's it's super just sweet. I I had it done once. I was at one of my bars. I used to service a while, and I used to sell Southern Tier. So they were like rim job, and I was like, sure. It, oh my god, it was sugar high. I was like, no, oh, can't. Did you ever co travel with their rep? 
Southern Tier. No. 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 Okay. That would have been cool though. I um, but I, I like the beer. Know. I mean, it's a it's a pumpkin beer. I I, I could have like one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. certain like seasons, you can have like certain things. Like I'm sure as we get into the holidays, we'll be discussing like Christmas beer and what that means and all the spices that go into that. And a lot of pumpkin beers, you you feel like you're literally drinking a pumpkin pie. I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie, but I can do some pumpkin beers. It's not. It's you know. I'm not doing it all day. It's like my session beer. Like I'm watching sports all day. It's not my go-to by any stretch of the imagination, but I can do it. I feel like this episode is epic. Uh, Why? We've had a cider from Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. We've had an Oktoberfest from Massachusetts. Word. And now we're having this Imperial Pumpkin Stout thing from Southern Tier. Oh my God, I'm going to spit the beer up. In New York. Yes. So we're having beers from three different states. And I states. like how we're ending it in New York. Yeah. And I always love to support New York craft breweries. And Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> but me being a New Yorker, I really do uh, really love to support. And that's why we feature a lot of New York craft brews on and our podcast. And we're in New York, so it works. Yeah. Cheers. Let's actually taste Oh, we should probably taste this. taste the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not that. know that we weren't drinking the beer? No, I didn't. <laughs> Wait, I gotta smell it first. It smells really good. Not too much of a nose, but I I am a seasonal drinker. I, I'm sure a lot of other people are as well. With with my beers, with like liquor, stouts are my go to for like cold weather. I haven't tasted yet. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I think it's really good, and I'm not a huge stout person other than Guinness. Like Which I, I like the stand. original Irish. Uh, Guinness Stout. Um, this is delicious. This is really good. I get vanilla <clears throat> a little bit. Oh my god! It's not super. So it's some, so malty, you know. In a stout, I love the malt. Like it, yeah. work, it just it makes sense in a stout. Yeah. It's delicious to me. Um, Would you want more carbonation? You think the carbonation? Is I think good? it's perfect. I okay. think it's perfect. Um, sometimes in a stout, it's and I love chocolate, but. The chocolate, the coffee, sometimes it, it it's too sweet. Like it well, makes my stomach. This, right? I, I I know. I'm just saying, yeah. like in general, like for stouts, they think, oh, stout. Let me add the chocolate, the the coffee. That's like a typical What's thing. What's the brewing process when you compare like a lager to like a stout? Is it longer? Okay, is so it so ales <clears throat> and lagers? Like every beer is either an ale or a lager. Yeah. Um. So if you go like um, I don't know. Is like, this a lager? I believe it's an ale. I am not positive. Okay. Um, but so the difference with ales and lager it is the different type of yeast you use. There is an ale yeast and a lager yeast. So it's not like heating it up more? Or... So with the ale yeast, it's yeah. a top fermenting yeast. Okay. So you you burn it at a, a faster uh, time period and at a higher temperature. Okay. So you can make ales faster. Got it. Lager, it is a bottom fermenting ale. Oh. And it's brewed longer and at a colder temperature. That's why lagers are more crisp um, and um, clean. That's why the... So Pilsner... Pilsner is a lager. Takes, it takes longer And it's at a, a make. lower... Which you yeah. would think like a Pilsner, like a Miller Lite would like... Right. Be a quicker... But also with like Miller Oh, we're going to make this batch in like Like with Miller Lights and Budweiser's, it's like <clears throat> you're adding all the adjuncts. Like you're adding like corn and rice, all these fillers instead of like... So you know, like um, 
grains are yeah. one of the main ingredients. It could be barley, it could be whatever. Um, usually barley is like the number one go-to for grains. Okay. But with all these, and no offense to all the Miller Lite, Bud Light, Coors Light drinkers, they're adding rice and corn and they're yeah. fillers. So they're not using like the best ingredient. You usually say no offense when you're about to offend the shit well, out of somebody. Well, fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> But we like craft beer, damn but, it. Well, also, but they're mass producing it. So yeah. in fairness, like they need something cheaper True. to make it for the yeah. population. And that's why people turn to that as just like, you know, a quick like beer to water. drink. It's, yeah, because yeah, there's fillers and it's not, you can taste the difference. Yeah. Uh, which to me, and I don't know how Guinness is made, but Guinness tastes to me like a Bud Light of stouts. Because I love a craft stout. I like, I like it to be... Full bodied and that is complete blasphemy. Whatever I try, blasphemer. Every, every St. Patrick's Day, I try to have a Guinness. I have a half pint, I can't get it down. It tastes like dirty dishwater to me. I'm sorry. Oh. You still love me? Ten of the ten of the roughest years of my life, folks. So, anywho, every year, <laughs> just kidding, one quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. Wow. Right? Everybody gets a jump start on this holiday. Um, Can we discuss how every holiday starts two months earlier than every year? Way it's, too it's, early. It's ridiculous. Way too early. Um, I swear it was July and I was in Dwayne Reed somewhere and I saw fall stuff like leaves. I was like, no, no, it's July. Yeah. No. It's still sweltering outside. Let me enjoy this. At least wait until like the last three days of the August. The beer industry is <clears throat> also bad with this. They do the same thing. Pumpkin beers come out now in what month now? Like August? Like the end of August, pumpkin yeah. beers come out. No. Yeah. I love to enjoy, and that's one of the perks of living in New York and Louisiana. There's no seasons. Pumpkin beers, Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. It's yeah. either like it's either like hot or not as hot in Louisiana. Yeah. I came to New York and like there's four different seasons. It's an amazing thing. Let me enjoy each one. Nope. Let me enjoy <laughs> each one. I am doing very well for three beers. I'm proud of myself. Well, I only had one sip of the third. Yeah, but, and, but you and I are going back and forth. It's not like you're reading from. That's I where know. you get in trouble when you start. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Halloween, so I can just I can do this off the cuff. Very true. Yeah. What other topics? Uh, um. Does the topic general I, have? No, I think that was it. Uh, you. You dressing up this year? Yeah. I mean, I have to. I was thinking about getting, like, a blonde flat top wig and, like, go into the Knicks game as Porzingis. Oh. Because I'm going to the Knicks game on Halloween. I'm sure people are going to be dressed up at the game. And who are you going with? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay, wait, what? (laughs) What do you mean? So, I went to an event. Um, to raise funds for ALS research for our friend Pat Quinn. And uh, I put in my name for an auction on some Knicks tickets, and it was for Halloween night. And uh, I kept going back and forth with another person that was bidding against me. Uh, I ended up getting the tickets. So I now have two tickets for Halloween night. Uh, And one is... Have you asked people and people haven't said yes? No, I haven't asked yet. I mean... Yeah. It's Halloween night, though. I know you have your traditions and everything like that. So. Whatever. I'm just saying, you can't find somebody. I got you. Okay. And I will 
definitely dress up. Oh my god. Oh my god, I could be another player. Tell me another player. I could dress up as another player. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I think we've exhausted this topic. Um, we have exciting news. We have a new platform. Uh Podbeam is now Bean, like Bean. The... I said Bean. You said Beam like I... like Like Jim Beam? Yes. Oh, my That's bad. why. Uh, okay, Pod, <laughs> P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean, picked us up, yes. and they're playing Butt Fear, but, but, <laughs> but Fear the Beer he in Halloween. He is drunk. No, I'm not. <laughs> but First Beers podcast is now playing on Podbean. We're so excited to be on that platform that we've just heard about today. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys want to listen to us, oh, before I forget... As of right now, we record our podcast on an app called Anchor. Uh, Dana and I are looking to get more sophisticated in regards to our recording equipment. Because we know the sound quality isn't perfect. But it's not bad. But it yeah. could be better. And we also want to add to the post-production of the show and everything of that nature. And buy more beer. And buy more beer to taste. Have some beers shipped in from different breweries. And we're also traveling more like interviewing people, which we've heard great feedback that you guys love. We go places and talk to bar owners and brewers and things like that. So we're going to be doing that more in the future as well. And our last episode got what? close to 600 uh, listens. Amazing. Which we didn't think we would hit at this point in time by our 16th episode. So yeah. our 15th episode that we did with Pete from Moriarty's got almost, yeah. I don't know if it's over 600 at this point. I, I haven't know. checked it's the meter, the high. ticker. I, I think seen... everybody in Limerick, Ireland listened to it. So thanks, guys. Good but on you. <laughs> here's, here's my challenge to you guys. Go to anchor.fm backslash buttfirstbeer anchor.fm backslash buttfirstbeer there's a donation tab on there we're not asking you guys to give us a million dollars what we're asking for is if you enjoy listening to us support the podcast that's what we're looking for and we're and you know what we're going to use the money towards the podcast we're going to use it towards uh, traveling to interview people we're going to use it towards our microphones and other recording yes. equipment and post production equipment we're going to use it towards the beer that we taste to keep bringing you guys great content. So, and if you want, we'll shout you out online. We can say, we can say, uh, this person, thank you so much. We'll definitely do that. We'll thank you personally for the money. So, if you guys are thirsty for more, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Tell everybody you know, Jim. Where else can they find us other than Podbean? Yeah, Podbean. So <laughs> right. you can listen to us on iTunes uh, through the podcast app on your uh, Apple iPhone. You can listen to us at Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker, uh, any other podcast apps that are available in the App Store on your on your smartphone. Uh, we are having a great time doing this. We did our record high five. Woo! High five. <laughs> I missed. Totally missed. <laughs> Uh, we did a record three beers in one episode. Actually, you know what? The Vibe Killer episode, we did three beers, I think. But those were samples, in fairness. Ah. These are like full. We're drinking We're drinking some beer. Yeah. So we did two cans and one bottle today. And we did a cider. Yeah. I think because I ran this morning, maybe I'm just like, yeah. And I think this is a record time for the longest episode. It is. So thank you or we're sorry. We don't know. <laughs> we'll talk to you about beer next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.